0: following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. And hello, everybody out there in podcast land. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk But Ooh, politics okay. I'm your host, Andrew Lenz, and our motto here is let us be your member berries. Today I have a returning guest. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've it's
1: been a stained, yeah. as the network refers to. Yeah, it's been a stained.
0: It's, it's been a while since I've had this guest on, and that is Anthony Mullen from uh, Let's See Vinyl Divers podcasters Chris and Anthony just won't stop just yes? can't stop Oh, just can't stop because we just had Chris on last week so Hell
1: yeah what's going on man thank you for having me on thank you so much no
0: problem uh, and I'm just want to get get it right into our sponsor today big sponsor I don't know how you feel but when I get that music itch and I just need to get the latest Record the latest cassette, the latest CD. I know I just got to go down to my local mall and hop into Record Town and pick something up. The employees are very knowledgeable, they know their music, they're awesome. So, if you're ever in need of music, punch your ticket and take a trip down to Record Town. Thank you, Record Town. So, they. <laughs> <laughs> is the uh, is something that I think I this is a subject that I realized as as a teenager that there's always there's always two sides to a coin. Am I do you do you agree with that that there's always two? Sides? I
1: would I would say I mean um I don't have one here for reference uh but in my past experience and knowledge there are always two sides of the coin. Okay, so Um, there's always that. You get that, uh, heads or tails, flip flip the draw, flip the draw, right? You know, there's always the
0: two sides, it's split. Um, we can go with, uh, chocolate and vanilla, stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. one thing I realized early in life is that growing up, there's two types of kids there is the smart kid. And then there's the music kid. And it seems to be a gravitation. You you can have you can be both, but there seems to be more of a majority in each
1: generally it's one or the other. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely had friends growing up that were very uh talented on both sides. Um but oh. just kind of ultra cultural norms usually suggest, I feel. Yes. So I know
0: and any listeners know, when I, I do the two-point conversation, I do NFL history, I'm very into sports. I do enjoy music. But then with you, you're very, I notice you're very into music. You're very passionate about music the way that I am about sports. Mm-hmm. You like to listen to music. Your whole podcast is Vinyl Divers, is on music. Now, the, the question is, is how... How did you get there? Because I had a friend that was very heavy into music and was probably the biggest musical influence on me, but his parents were musicians. So now were your parents musicians or was it just, nope. no,
1: no, nope. no. I, I was one of the black sheep of the family for about a good 20 some years. Really? <clears throat> 100%. Wow. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I, I was born
0: like a mu- a musical family like it was like embedded uh, into you uh
1: nah, not at all uh musical in the sense of good taste in music, but that's the extent of it. My mother is very crafty, very smart when it uh on like on the fly crafts or learning um dexterous t- tasks and kind of like painting uh, there was actually i just found out recently there was a couple of paintings in in my mom's house that she painted that were like oil paintings and i didn't know about it. you're like wow good for you mom grandma mentioned this i didn't think it was true but oh my god stuff like that apart from that no one played an instrument no one uh is a singer no one has pitch at all and i'm not saying i'm a good singer I'm I'm okay. So, so singer, so But apart from that, I, uh, I'm, I'm the black sheep. I am the, I am the one music. I'm the one of three musicians in the family of all sports, all jocks, all stereotypical playing sports, football, nonstop, uh, soccer. I mean, my childhood growing my childhood up to the age of, see, I picked up guitar in, I, can't, I think it was 7th to 8th grade. I can't remember which grade it was. I think it was 7th grade is when I actually started playing guitar. But up until that year, <clears throat> apart from singing, every family event, function, or gathering consisted of all my cousins and me playing football, soccer, sports, some event, some act, physical activity that I was left straggling in, in last place in the race. Being the first one out, being the worst, being the all, being the one on the line, being like snap the ball, don't let them get me. That was always me. We're playing soccer, Anthony. You're the goalie, which (laughs) didn't stop after I learned guitar. Like after I learned guitar, that like gatherings got a little bit different, but like there are still the times that I went out and was like, I'll go play football with them, or oh, you're playing soccer, I'll go kick a soccer ball with you guys, and they're like, go get in the goal, and then one of my cousin's friends that was like going to college for soccer like beams the ball, and you're like, oh. Oh, shoot. That's, I'm going to go back inside, guys. Sorry. Overstepped my bounds. But uh, growing up, it was very tough <laughs> was because I'm not the most – when when I rolled – when my character sheet was rolled up, it was not given uh, good strength or dexterity or constitution or anything in the physical to athletic direction. It was completely all creative thoughts, artistic, and I took a lot of that from my mom. Uh my father was varsity JV, I'm pretty sure, uh football cap one of the football captains. He was a lineman or played played the on the line, I'm pretty sure. My uncles, all football, my uh uncles and aunts, football, baseball, soccer, no, no soccer, softball, um, hockey. It was all very athletic, very aggressive sports. My mom and her sisters, not so much, but still. Heavy athletic presence, physical activity, going outside, hiking, biking outdoors. And when I think of like a high school summer day, a good summer high school day for me is chilling out in the backyard on the porch with my guitar jam. And my mom's is like, no, we were around about biking around and hanging out with people and causing trouble. And I'm like, oh, that's not, that's not what I was about, you know? So it was really weird growing up until hitting and finding out that I wanted to play guitar and I could play, um... Oh, hold on! I just remembered something. So I guess someone that did that I would say as a musical influence of sorts that could be indirectly the cause of the, the cause of me of uh, like uh, me being a musician in that sense was uh, my grandmother's father played guitar. I guess he's a very musical person. I I don't have his guitar. I think it's at my mom's house. It's an old beat up one that just hasn't stood the t- hasn't stood time well, speed up now, everything. Back in the day, he used to just, it was all self-taught and would play music. I remember him playing a song and I don't remember actually hearing the song. Um, but I remember him playing whenever he came over. I remember that was cool. And in middle school, we ended up finding his guitar and I was like, oh, i like to like learn guitar. And I remember being in like seventh, going into eighth grade, they we took the guitar to the store, see if it was good, and they were like, this is shot, you'll break it, don't, don't mess with it. Why don't you look and buying another guitar? And that's what my mom did. Nice. Seventh, going in eighth grade. And I joined a guitar club at school. And I was the first one in my family to say, I'm going to learn an instrument. I'm going to play it. It's cool. It was different. Uh, I was very big into music because I was in chorus. I, I was the weird cousin that liked to go sing. You know? That's, <laughs> that's, hey, I like singing. Um,
0: <clears throat> color guard. And I used to make fun of her all the time, but yeah, like
1: that—that's that, that's kind it. of. I was just the, out of all the, uh, out of all the cousins, I was the one that where everyone was going to football tournaments or soccer tournaments and hockey games. I hey guys, come to see me sing at my concert. Throughout, you know, I I was singing from fourth grade on. So we joined fourth fourth grade. You could pick, uh, you could sing. So I joined chorus in fourth grade. Did it in fifth grade. Tried to do band. They sent me home with a tromp, or they sent me home with a form fitting for a trombone. My mother thought they meant tuba, and she said only the big kids get picked for tuba. Yes. And I don't want you to true. get made fun of. Not true. That's, That is not true because di- one of the tuba players at Weefield when I was a senior, I probably oh thought her name was Danielle. I want to say Crocull is her last name, but I think I think it's a wrong. I think that's the wrong last name. This girl freaking kicked butt at tuba. Short. And just a little freaking just beep 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 beep. Nuts. But um no, they they said trombone for me it was the one with the slide, and my mom said no. So for up um, until middle school, all I could do was sing, and it really never saw singing as an instrument. Um, but it always wanted me to but I always wanted to sing for like a band, like I always thought that was cool and kind of led in the direction of why I ended up playing an instrument. Uh, my stepfather, big influence on music for me growing up. Um, I remember there was one point in ninth grade, or not ninth grade, sixth grade, um, cause this middle school gap was very big. I was in Chorus, and I got my first iPod, and when he got the iPod, it's kind of like, what music are you putting on it? So I remember going to my stepfather and being like, well, what kind of music do you like? Because he liked hair metal, and oh. he introduced me to Zeppelin, Rush, Van Halen, Guns N' Roses. Which Van Halen? Uh, both. Van Halen he and likes Hagar. He like he liked both. Ooh. So I would, so I, so, so I heard both No, Like, I mean, I liked Sammy Hagar from heavy metal. I love that soundtrack. Phenomenal. Um, that's, I mean, that's unfortunately that's the one song that hits me when I think of him, but like, <clears throat> he, he just introduced me to just rock and roll. And that was like, all right, sweet. Like I want to sing or, uh, I, I just wanted to sing. And there was like, amp, you can't sing, don't do it. And at some point it made me think, you know, I want to play an instrument instead. I want to play in a band. Um, So in the midst of like being introduced to hair metal and rock and roll and just like Guitar Hero was coming out at the same time and it all just kind of influenced in this whole just spiral, like kind of vortex of, here's music, can't play the guitar you have at home. Mom, I think it was out of, like almost a thought of, he's tried every sport, which I guess I, I guess I didn't tell you. So up until this moment of my life, I basically had played, um, see, I never said I was a sports, I, I always said I wasn't a sports kid yet. I did play baseball for like four years. I played a year of hockey. Um, like my father, I did it for my father. He was, it's all he wanted. He what wanted us, he wanted his son to play sports. And I was that's, like, that
0: is that it's very, It is, <laughs> dude, it. You could play the sports, but it doesn't mean that you enjoy the sports. Dude, my oldest son is the same way. I love sports. mm -hmm. He can't, he cannot care less. His favorite team in football is the Arizona Cardinals because the Cardinal is his favorite bird. Uh, And he's played T ball. He played. Soccer. He played football for two years, and it was something. It, it was more. Was it just more of something that your your parents said, "Hey, do you want to play?" or something, or was it just something to do? Because for him, I felt like it was something to do for him.
1: Um, what it was, I think it was a little bit of both. Because my father, he was very much like, think of the think of the high school jock that played every sports that was Mr. Popular, cut school. Mm -hmm. my father was that but not the jerk portion i'm sure i'm sure he was jerkest in ways but like my my uncles were very clearly told to me from teachers because i ended up going to lockport for part of my high school which is where i ended up attempting to try to do sports there that's (laughs) this whole thing oh my god um that's where my like my father was this was like the good student not the best grade-wise, but sports, like, he was the high school, so it was kind of like this very much like, you got it, like, you should play sports. Like, it was very much this image to kind of live up to idea, I think. The legacy? It is the legacy effect, you know? And I think it's, I think the legacy effect is not always brought on by parents intentionally. There's, there are families that very much put it on, put it on kids. But some kids, unfortunately, if the parents don't realize it, when they don't know how to offer anything other than what they like. Yeah. The kid feels obligated to try to at least find a sport. And I tried, man. I tried hockey. Or no, I honestly don't want to do hockey. I was That was one of the first sports that I think they are like, oh, you're going to play sports. Here's hockey. And they, were, and they uh, put me in my gear and I didn't want to play hockey. I had no interest in hockey. It was too cold. Um, I actually like don't like – I love watching hockey live, not being cold on the rink. That's weird. <laughs> like that's the thing is like i love watching a live a live hockey game i love watching my brother play hockey out in lockport because at their hockey arena they have uh a portion that like overlooks it in a heated like hallway i love it so you're like um yeah like, I, like i'll watch it but i didn't want to play hockey i don't like being on the rink the helmet was too tight i didn't like something being compressed on my head um as i got older i tried to do a year of wrestling uh, there is a picture of me in a wrestling spandex floating out there. It's one person that I know that has it. Swear to God, when I get my hands on it, it's gone. Uh, I, I did a I did a year of gymnastics. Like my mother was like realizing I wasn't going for football stuff. My parents were split, so I had my my father's family trying to push me in one way. My mother's side's like, uh, let's try gymnastics. Not working. All right, cool. You're gonna do swimming. Cool. You're not doing that. Uh, like she was trying. And uh I, I stuck it out for like three three years of soft of of baseball, kind of like T ball. Yeah. Um past it not on the T ball, but it was like the like little like little league, like throughout elementary. I bet like three years of that. And then after that, I just didn't want to. And by that point I started playing guitar.
0: And then you were like, this is it.
1: This is this is what I'm doing. Oh. And that moment, like I think it was one of it was really weird too. It was really hard. Cause, you know, a a prior to recent years, you go talk to my father, talk to someone in, in of like one of my one of the males in my father's family. Very hard to speak to talk to them about anything other than football, the Buffalo Bills. Very hard to bring up anything other than something that they're very interested in. Like it's if, you know, unless you talk about a band that they know that they recognize that they saw.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and I and I don't say that in a mean way, like it's just that their interests are very sh- Narrow, very, very narrow. That's what they like, you know. In recent years, my father actually has been asking, like, very, very recently, my father would be like, Hey, how's podcasting? And I'm like, Thanks, dad. It's doing great. Very yeah. awesome. Dad's done a 180 on it. But growing up, it was very tough, you know, trying to want to tell your dad that, you know, everyone, everyone on Sunday goes to grandma's house for uh, Sunday football and dinner. I'm the kid upstairs watching TV because everyone else is downstairs watching the game and I find it boring, you know. Mm-hmm
0: i grew see my father my i don't think he really played anything in high school but sports have always been around he's always been into sports watching sports not so much hockey that was something later on in life but i found sports to be a little bit more exciting music was cool but sports was always more exciting and i not so much even playing the game but learning each game what goes in to uh, making a play making a play work how do you how does how does the salary cap work why is this guy do, does this and why does this guy do this and very much into the history of everything and i always found it easier to throw a ball uh to catch a ball kick a ball, um, I never played ice hockey, but, you know, street hockey with my friends. I never really played anything in, Mm -hmm. in high school, but, you know, I found that all easier to to do than to play an instrument. I tried to play trombone in fifth grade. And I remember that's when school concerts were on Adelphia channel (laughs) three. Uh, and i was so bad at it that my muse, the the band uh teacher just came up to me and was like you are going to fake play you are going to puff your cheeks but you are not going to blow into this trombone and you are going to do the slide and that is it you are not going to play so right there i was like i don't think i could ever play an instrument
1: oh man <laughs> so, no no great. What grade is this, fourth grade?
0: It was like fourth or fifth grade. She just... Fifth grade,
1: dude, like...
0: they were. The, that's wrong. Mrs. Fisher. Mrs. Fisher came up to me and was like... That's wrong. Do not actually play this during this concert. Just pretend like you're playing and call it... And just call it a day, pretty much. Like, you suck. And I remember... I remember her going to band lessons they were like in the middle of lunch and they, she would do one-on-one with you yeah you'd always tell me that uh i never held it tight enough to my lips and i just remember her just shoving this trombone into my face like every single lesson. like she's like you gotta hold it in there and i'm like trying to blow into this as she's holding it into my face so that was my first instrument and then i got a guitar and for some reason i just could not do it i could not do the chords uh i had a friend joel Paglia. he tried to that's my one friend he his family's like all musicians like he would go you go to his house and it was like amazing I'm pretty sure there was better musicians at that point, but in my
1: mind, it was like, "Wow, what he could do on the well, well, no, I mean, like, I get that. Like, it, it I've got, I've, I've got, I've got two guitars sitting out, and I got the trombone in the closet right now, man. Yeah. I, I know what it's like when you go to a musician's house or a friend's house, or that's how it's kind of like. There's a joke that we always said because making the ska, you know, um, especially with all of us being being musicians and having friends in this in the in the group is. Don't worry. You need an instrument. We know someone that has one. We know someone that's not using one. And we know someone that can teach you how to play it.
0: See, that was me growing up. What I always had a baseball mitt. There was always the kid. See, there's, there's a reverse in sports. There's always the kid that had the extra baseball mitt. And unless you were the oddball left-handed, you knew that there was always going to be a mitt somewhere so if you if so if you were to come and play with us and you were like hey i'll i'm gonna try and play baseball but i don't have a mitt it was almost like a sam lot thing we would just go here you could you can use this one or we'll put you on this team so that way you can use my mitt and then you would a lot of people complain because
1: somebody i see man that's cool that's neat. that's nice i mean so it's funny uh i guess but leading up until middle school Kind of like I, tried every, I, I tried out for football. I tried out the uh, seventh, year, seventh grade for uh, modified football. I was the w- one of the two kids cut. That sucked. Then I went out for... So I started playing guitar in eighth grade. Thought I was some hot shit. I'm sorry. That's okay. so thought, I, thought, thought, thought I was all, I was all that. Um, went in uh, to high school. Tried out for JV football got cut and I'm like, I get it. Football's not for me for high school. You know what? We're not going to try sports at all. We're just going to do this music thing. And that's when I found out that you could plan out your schedule because I'll tell you throughout, uh, I I loved voice labs in chorus throughout uh, middle school. and um, In chorus throughout middle school, I didn't do band until I was in high school. Uh, But learning guitar and learning that there was a jazz band that had a guitar part to then say, if you're good enough, If you learn and you can read music and play guitar good enough, you get to have a freaking class of playing guitar and that is your class. That was the coolest thing in my mind. When I went went into ninth grade and I found out that this was a class that they played jazz guitar and the guitarist had his own amp to solo with and it was like he was a band member and not just person that uh was one voice amongst everything like this was a guitar yeah that was my goal for high school
0: see that i could i could never read music they, this is the other thing of how bad i was i could not read music it was fourth or fifth grade and they would literally have to it was like training wheels for the trombone they would oh,
1: not, i know the side positions Yes, the slide position. Oh, the one through seven. I, I, <laughs> she would... I know exactly what you're talking about. I have to go through. Because I learn trombone later, I have to go through and relearn it myself now. It's one oh. of my 2021 goals. And I just to could To go not... through the training wheels, though, because...
0: I could not do it, but if you put me where I'm playing a game or even a, a video game, I could... Get an idea of what a defense was going to do, say, for like football. I could get an idea of what a defense was going to do. I could get an idea of situational play for baseball and, you know, basketball and things like that, but I just couldn't read music. And by the time I got to the guitar to learn the chords, I'm thinking, I can do this. I can do all this other stuff. I can do it. And my friend tried to show me and it was like nothing he was like here uh, i'll teach you i remember him trying to teach me power chords because he said they were a little bit easier oh yeah and i just fell flat every single time and he would sit yeah. there and he would go here it's like this and he'd play it and he'd play a song and then all of a sudden i get it and it was almost like i felt like the episode of the simpsons where bart tries to play the guitar and Nelson's like, "What are you trying to play?" And he's like, Wally doodle." And he's like, "Well, that sounds Wally crappy." That was me on the guitar. It just sounded listen. It,
1: it it just takes time and practice. And I get it. Um, so the thing with the guitar, though, is that if you go in thinking, "Oh, I need to be able to read the music to play," it, you don't. Guitar itself, you can. There are people that know how to read music that play it phenomenally. There are people that don't know how to read it and they play phenomenally. People that can read the music and don't think play it like crap. Um, but I get it. I, I I can only see where that where that falls, and I'll tell you that was one of the toughest things because you go in thinking I know how to sing, and you realize this whole time of course like yeah I'm learning, but voice is not like playing an instrument. So cool, cool. You can carry a note. You kind of run by ear with your, your voice. You start trying to read an instrument, and you have to play certain valves or certain hand positions. It's very different than uh, singing. So it was tough. I mean, you know, but it was one of the first times that I like I could see, you know, this would be what the the pitcher that's trying to figure out that brand new that brand new, uh, pitch to throw this new hand he's got to nail it down like that was that was my challenge. for my entire freshman year was like I had to learn guitar and I joined the early morning jazz and put my dues in, put in my time, got to school at seven o'clock, Tuesdays and Thursdays. I went in early to play guitar. Like that that was it. My freshman year of high school was very similar to like how a middle school class It was. That very, not much flavorful, but I had uh I had my chorus in my schedule, which was nice. Tenth grade, I had three to four classes that I was in the music wing the entire day. For half the day, I was either playing an instrument because I made it into band into the jazz band. I was, and I had like I was I was singing. It was nonstop. You know, music definitely took over my life where I didn't even attempt to play school. It was weird. The family side because because I didn't attempt to try and really play sports at all throughout school at this point, and I was just pushing music as much as I could. I felt like kind of felt like out of the out of the loop at times with my cousins, out of out of the loop at times with my family just as far as interesting uh, topics to talk about. You know, if I bring up something about music related, unless it was something that was obviously pop music, which of course me being a punk and scott kid and jazz like there's not much of that not what they're getting <laughs> um yeah, you know it's kind of hard but it's it's as i'm later in life now coming to it uh connecting with some of the family it's a little different you, you learn being in high especially being in high school where you don't understand social anxiety and you don't understand the ways to conduct yourself within different groups and different environments and different um settings you know you you go it's weird it's weird especially when you're not one of them you know?
0: yeah I I, under, I understand what you're saying because I was I, I remember I remember I only had lunch with my one friend who was like severely into music not too much mm-hmm. into sports and then he sat and this was freshman year and he just sat with all the other kids that were like in bands like Mm -hmm. not like school bands, but like bands outside of school and stuff like that. And I remember sitting there and I just felt so out of place because here I am, they're talking about this stuff. They're, you know, talking about music and, you know, these guys, like I could talk about an athlete, like on a team, like, okay, these are the members of the team and they're talking about bands this way. Naming lead singers and stuff like that. And I'm like,
1: You just like Uh, I don't know. And I
0: felt so lost to the point I just remember I remember getting up and just like leaving that table and trying to find somewhere else to go because I was I was lost. Yes, I do know lead singers, but the way that they were talking about it, it's like the way that yeah, like I said, I talk about teams. It was it was very weird because I think I was even it it's was like uh, a music kid wears a band T shirt the way that a sports fan. Where's the jersey? I feel like that's was-
1: actually a very accurate example. That is what it was like re- rolls reverse Grown up when I wasn't when I was outside of, of my circle. But what it does is it creates it. it unfortunately, as years grew on, my, my circle of friends became closer and closer to me than anyone else. Um, as far as like my music, like my, my close friends now, but in high school, I mean, I talked, I was hanging out with friends more than my own family a lot. Um, it kind of creates that split, but you know what, it's whatever, it's different. I'm sure that, you know, so let's be honest. Um, it's more enjoyable to watch a live sporting event game a football game i mean how many people would uh, have to actually tune in like i like, guess people especially in today's day and uh day and climate that people tune into a live concert you know unfortunately but apart from that uh any other given year no one's tuning in over facebook and spending money for a virtual concert ticket when they're when they could go see uh one live um and when it comes to a general conversation, it's a much easier to talk about yesterday's Sunday's football game than this new band that I've been listening to uh, unfortunately my family um, as I got older, it was kind of cool because i wasn't I found out that I wasn't the only one my one cousin uh, he came back from the services he ended up actually having a bringing a guitar with him and ended up learning guitar overseas so he ended up picking up a nicer car, guitar and actually Got to play a couple times with him. Doesn't always bring out the guitar, but I was a kid. At any time, uh, from middle school on, till I was the one always driving anywhere because then I was done ki- carting a uh, carting a guitar case around. Whenever my parents were going to anyone's house, I always had to have a guitar with me because I knew I was going to go find a space by myself and go play or learn a new song. I think it really kind of became the age, uh, became the age when I was dr- I started driving myself. Is when the guitar didn't go everywhere. Actually, no lies. It probably did go, still go everywhere, but it wasn't brought into everyone's house. Because if I wanted a guitar, I'd go out and get it. I'm to my parents' car. You're yeah. Pain, pain in the butt to have to be like, can I go get your keys? It's like, no. Or um, <laughs> at that point when I had my car, it's like, all right, I'm bored here. There's no one else to talk to. I'm out. Peace. Something like that. But apart from that. I
0: like what you said about the whole concert thing. Because in my mind, if you're like, hey, and I am not a Bills fan. Uh, that is probably the biggest within the area that we grew up. The biggest team. They were like, "Hey, uh, I have Bills tickets. Do you want to go see the Bills, or do you want to go see the concert?" I'm choosing the Bills tickets, unless it's something crazy like Jimi Hendrix is coming back to life and you could see him live. In my mind, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick the Bills, and for some reason, I'm. I feel a little bit more. I don't know if I feel engaged a little bit more. Like I've seen concerts, but I feel
1: like just. How have you seen concerts? Where have you seen concerts at? The Cell Park, uh, Darien Lake. Okay. Uh, yeah. The Lackawanna Fun House. Um, okay, so you've seen like smaller tiered shows then. E-
0: Probably the biggest name I've ever seen live in concert is, what was it? The Pop Disaster Tour, and it was Green Day and Blink-182. See,
1: see here's the thing, though, is that with concerts, yes, the big, you know, watching Green Day was cool. Like, that was one experience I'll never forget. But I'm going to tell you, the best concerts I ever went to, Mohawk Place, downtown Buffalo, $15, $10 ticket. Going to see Mustard Plug. Or not even that. Not even uh, Mustard plug. I- I'll a ten dollar ticket to go see a reunion tour of multiple local bands, and you're like, yeah. "Frick, Lightning kill my parents is here on the uh, friend like that was like my like college band. Like I would pay money to go see them over a Bills game.
0: See, I would. We would go to local concerts. My girl- mm-hmm. my girlfriend at the time would want to go to local concerts. Uh, the big local band, like when I was senior in high school and out of high school was
1: STEM. I heard of STEM. Yes. I
0: would go see I would go to STEM concerts.
1: They were in um they were one of my stepfather's uh friends bands. He was a bass really? player, pretty sure. Yeah. yeah po- I'm almost positive. I remember having a CD's like he's like, hey guy hey, my friends, this is a new CD out I'm gonna look search this up real quick. Who are the band members of STEM? I can't I cannot tell you that's who I, I think it is. I'm not gonna say it until I see if it is it. STEM um, they were a heavy metal band.
0: There, there was guys with dreads. They, they were good, but this is where sports took over once again, as uh, the famous Puck Rule Tom Brady game against the Raiders. I remember going, watching that at a STEM concert and sneaking into the bar area where I wasn't supposed to be because I wasn't twenty-one. But I've wanted to watch the football game over the the actual concert that I spent money on to go see. And it is so, and it's so odd to say that that I spent like you said the five ten dollars to get in. You're you're paying to see this band, mm-hmm. but here's my attention on this football game. And I didn't know what was going to come of the football game, but my attention went right to it because it seemed like it had more a story? I don't know. I can say that because it was snowing really heavy there. It was snowing really heavy. Uh, like I said, this was like when Tom Brady started to uh, this was like his this is the year Bledsoe got injured and Tom Brady became like a like a starter and that's where I I, started to lose. I'm I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch this game. I'm gonna watch this game. I'm not gonna watch this concert. And I remember sneaking into the bar area and just sitting next to strangers that I don't even know, because you had to be 21 to get into the bar area, so that way I could sit down and watch the game. Strangers I didn't even know to make it look like I was with them to watch a football game over the concert that I would go see. And I think that's where there's a great. Divide between me and you here. That
1: yeah, no, that's that's, man. See, so, yeah, that you would never catch me. No, that's
0: that. I would have, I would have done it if if we were in the same spot. I was like, hey, Anthony, um, I'm going over here.
1: Let me know when this is done. Ready to leave? Yeah. yeah. And it hurts. Because I get it, you know, because the thing is, I'm the person that I went to go see. um, Honestly, one of the coolest events that I ever went, I I ever got to go see for a live show actually happened, was it last year? Did we go? Oh my God. What was the name of it? Oh my God. So So here's the thing I was a black sheep of the family for the longest time until my little brother actually got old enough. If I did anything good as a sibling, I influenced good music and good and like kind of like wanting to play play instruments one sister loves green day she says it's all because of me getting her to listen to it she didn't like it as a kid but i was like no like this is good like you like you will like this and at some point i stopped she ended up coming back to it um but my brother dominica on the other hand he is talking all this hair metal from our stepfather or his his father my stepdad he took in all the same thing that i was kind of thrown but he saw me playing instruments growing up so when he wanted to, so when he was like, I want to learn an instrument, he started picking up on it. This kid is good, and he is smart and he's fast with it. So I'm not the loan anymore, and it's actually really kind of cool, you know. It's um, it's like the payoff. It's where it gets to work, for, I guess, out and it kind of comes in, comes in uh, full circle. Growing up, I didn't get. I, I was always kind of that the, that lone wolf there that was in the corner by himself playing guitar.
0: I could but as a, at sports terms, I could understand that. I'm a Dolphins fan from a family of Bills fans. Oh, yeah. So no. I yeah. I, I, I can't relate on a musical aspect, but I can relate to me sitting there with a damn Reno jersey mm-hmm. while everybody else has Bills. Bills jerseys on, or everything was Bills, 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 well, Bills, Bills. Bills.
1: And, and the trade-off is, or the payoff, not trade-off, the payoff is at some point my brother goes, hey, I'm going to play guitar too, and you're like, okay. Let's, let's get you, let's get you to play guitar. And we, you know, a couple of years later, we now like, let me see. He slept over it was before the whole Thanksgiving COVID thing. So it was after Halloween, before Thanksgiving, I can't remember exactly what weekend it was. Slept over. He, I, I don't think he brought his guitar cause I have enough over here that I'm just like, come on over, let sleepover, sleep over, let's go jam throughout the night. We did. We actually both went out, had an energy drink and we were upstairs in my room jamming on the guitars for, well, until two o'clock in the morning. It's awesome. I love it, and pay, it works off. So it sucks growing up, but
0: no. Mentioned Green Day. I think that's the only band other than the Beatles I can name every single band member of. That's how.
1: I mean, I I've lost my knowledge. I've committed resources to thinking to to like to recalling on band member names. I haven't done that in years since I've gotten older. It's all put. It's all put to attempted good use, I guess. But it, it so I'm looking just over all, my podcasting equipment and all that. It's just like the knowledge of brain powers in other directions. It's just, but it's a
0: very there. It's a different, but there's so many similarities. Like I said, between the jersey, the band T-shirt, uh, the the arguments between mm-hmm. music and sports are exactly the same. Who who's the greatest band of all time? Okay, well, who's the greatest player in this sport? And it's and everybody has different criterias into picking it, but it's it's one of those things that I feel is very separate. But when you look it down between all the layers, it's the exact same thing when you look at everything. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, my my one friend was really into what is it? Rage Against the Machine was their guitar player, Tom Morello.
1: Oh yeah, Tom.
0: And he was like, "Oh, that's the greatest guitar player of all time." And then you get into guys like, like what I said, Jimi Hendrix. I was, I was big into Hendrix there for a while. And that, that was the same argument of things that I have with, uh, you know, with people when I do the two point conversation with, with like with Matt Johnson. You know, this player mm-hmm. is better than this when we do those fantasy drafts this player is better than this because of this, but you're forgetting this. And I'm pretty sure you do that with a little bit with bands as well. You know, Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, unfortunately right now, like, I don't know. I mean, I haven't talked much music in a minute, but you know, especially growing up that was when, you know, me and my friends would all get together. That was one of the bigger arguments. It was always kind of like naming your dream band, your rock star band, who are the top picks. Mm -hmm. Um, Stuff like that. I mean that was that was all just a very high school topic all very high school discussions are you know. Did you, did you do like a band lineup? Album, stuff like that. Did you do like band lineup? Like
0: if you're gonna do a concert, these are the bands that are gonna Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah, well that's just standard. I mean, that's just it's very similar. I mean, it's a lot of the same art and a lot of the same discussions have all been had. It's just not about sports. Same thing. You yeah. just re, kind of re-free, re-free, re-skin re, re it. And it's very, it's it's funny and ironic when you look at it, I guess, from afar, is that the two groups of people that stereotypically and via society, social norms that wouldn't intermix, intermix, would mix pretty well, actually.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> just when you
1: force them together, you, there's a, a reason to be put together. It's like, no, they will. You just have to have a little bit of an interest in. A little bit of an open mind. It's the biggest like I thing, can, I think.
0: I couldn't argue half the things in music, but I feel like I can argue things in sports. <laughs> That's what I can do, is just argue the things in sports. And I'm pretty sure you could argue things in music. And But like I said, it, it's just amazing that these two, I don't know how to say it, like uh, groups in school or in life, It don't really mix too well like you said with your family but yet like i said after the end of the day you peel back all those layers peel back all the layers it's the exact same thing a jersey and a band t-shirt same exact thing you are you are repping what you love you are repping who you are rooting for you go to a stadium uh, a hockey rink anything like that you are cheering for your team so you go to a concert, you are going nuts to see that. That's,
1: so that was the biggest, argument. that's the kind of the big thing that was always funny was the, I always got made fun of for being a nerd because I went to Comic-Cons and dressing up and going in costume. Yeah. I know I've seen Bills fans that are either just half naked, shirtless, painted up and down and oh, cheering and screaming go bills and apparently when you do that when you're painted up in costume it makes it okay society what in society
0: see i'm the other way i think i'd rather dress up and go to comic con
1: well that's the thing like in society if i was telling my family like yeah i went to new york city i like say i went to new york city and i was in a conga line of about 150 people dressed up as deadpool on their way to go see rob liefeld that is awesome and fun to say yeah yeah no one will understand how cool it actually is. And yet, you'd be looked a little weird upon. You're like, really? And you're like, oh, oh. But elbow-dropping tables is after drinking is perfectly fine. And that's... And, oh. One's okay and one's not. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I mean, but that's... that's <laughs> kinda, this is kind of like the purpose of the show. That's, you know, that's, I mean,
1: the, that's the other side of this. So that's the other side.
0: Is is so the whole reason behind this podcast is one of the other reasons not just to standard you know, have have nostalgia, but let's peel back the layers and see that they're exactly the same, but they're not the same. The passion is Very there. The, the passion is there on either side, whether <laughs> like you said, you're dressing up as Deadpool or whether you're dropping an elbow through a table. There's a passion there.
1: People say about, I mean, here's, I mean, look at this. People think a, a day at Warp Tour would be unbearable. I'm going to tell you, those are some of the best days of my life. Yeah. Yet, When people say I love getting in football gear and getting cracked and smashed and <laughs> tackled. It's like, that's, that's, that's not what I want to do at all. I'm not trying to be in the dog. Like the pit, like that. I'm good. I'm good. It's okay. You guys want to go tackle each other? Please do it. Do it. I am all for it. I will support you. I'm gonna go play my music, and I will then go to a festival show. See, that's you know, that's the beauty behind all different of it. interests, different priorities. It's priorities, is what it is.
0: Yeah, I think this is. I did a did, did an episode with uh, Johnny Townsend, and we did Full House and Family Matters, kind of like this, but not as not as intuitive, but I, I like this. I like how this, you know, walking out two different sides, and then getting down to the common ground and everything else. So, I want to say thank you for coming on. Is there anything you want to plug? Let the listeners know thank about. Thank you so much.
1: Listen, guys, everyone out there listening, if you like me, if you like hearing me, you want to hear me more, go listen to one of the many shows I'm working with, Uh, Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. Uh, Honestly, go check that out for real. If you're going to go listen to any of the shows, go listen to that for real. (laughs) Then uh, if you want to watch me, I guess say head on over to twist at head on over to Twitch at podcasters underscore Uh, follow us. We go live with our campaign Sunday nights, seven to usually nine thirty. Uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So usually run about a two-and-a-half-hour campaign. Sometimes it goes long. Last week, it, unfortunately, we had a guest on. Um, we had John, the saxophone player from the band Keep Flying. They just dropped a brand-new album called Survival. It's pretty awesome. Think uh, skater, punk, thrashing, hardcore with trombone and saxophone. That's the elevator pitch for the band. Um, but anyway, go listen to them. Go watch me play D&D with some great friends and... Uh, go listen to me and Chris talk on Chris and Anthony just can't stop. Thank you, Andrew, so much for having me on. No problem. I think some interesting talks with you.
0: <laughs> that's what everybody says at the end of the like, show. Let's do this, all right? Yeah, it's it. That's what I love about doing this one. It's, it's a it's a different thing than what I do for the two point and everything else.
1: Well, so like I love D. I love my D and D, and I really like. If I have to be honest, that's the majority of my creative output has been fricking flourishing lately. I am just. I'm putting all effort into production and sense. Um, Apart from that, though, when I get to talk and record, I haven't recorded Vinyl Divers in a minute. Fortunately, you do this great crossover with Vinyl Divers, and I'm like, I love it. And I'm I'm going to have to have you on Vinyl Divers now. Mm -hmm. Um, But my full energy, if I've been talking, has been put into Chris and Anthony. We are just really pushing that, and I'm having so much fun with it.
0: I heard about the Star Wars.
1: Oh, yeah. Did he mention it on? I don't know if you mentioned it on. we. we, we I'll just on. We'll, I'll, If you're aware of the Star Wars, I'll tell you. There's more that's on its way, and we've recorded more content for that. So if you want to hear what we're talking about, guys, head on over to Chris and Anthony because we just can't stop.
0: There you go. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Remember to check out a new episode of Let's Talk With No Politics every Sunday on the BICBP Radio Network, uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, uh, bonus episodes come out every Friday, 7 p.m. on the Helium Radio Network. I'm on YouTube playing some retro games. Uh, that's also where you can catch the Two Point Conversation Tecmo Super Bowl season. And also, what else do I got? I'm on Facebook. Go over to the Facebook page. Some great questions. You can also get uh, Today in Pop Culture History. I do that daily. And also, that is also on Instagram. So with all that being said, I'd like to say to everybody out there, good morning, good afternoon, and good night.